The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Yeah, yeah, this will be episode 94. Well, boy, you know, when you're digging a hole, at some point you realize you better stop digging. But boy, CNN loves to dig. Oh, God. They're deeper than six feet at Uh, this point. Here we go. And uh, they're still digging. Boy. How about that? They're digging for the truth, Mr. Nelson. They're digging nope. for the truth. They're digging into fake news. What? That's uh, what they are. Because oh God, they so are fake news. They ain't CNN. What? They're FNN. Fake oh, news network. Oh, boy. Diz. Boy, yeah. You worked on that one all week, huh, Red? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, Mr. Faux News. Well, you well, can do d- it, so can me. Well, was, that was uh, accurate and, and, and oh, a slogan God. for resistance before we even oh. knew we were the resistance. But huh. that's what we are. And if CNN is a part of that effort, yeah. good for CNN. Oh, you know what, Lefty? What? I take it back. They're uh, not FNN. They're yeah. still CNN. Well, They're the criminal news. Oh, network. my God. My that... God. They went out and blackmailed a man oh, to God. shut him up. No. Boy, what does that tell you? Oh, yeah. Tell yeah. me you're full of crap, Red. What? That's what that tells me. Uh, well, all right. I, it, for the purposes of understanding what the hell we're talking about here, uh, this all began when the uh, president... Uh, tweeted an animated GIF yes. of sorts, Very uh, meme, if you will, of uh, the president from when he did a little stunt yeah, uh, oh, that's right. for the WWE, and yeah. then he uh, oh, attacked uh, what's his uh, name, Jim McMahon, it's a great all that stuff. They're always doing people. stuff like that. They're and really Trump are. was one of their guest stars, oh, and please. so some guy yeah. took that, and over McMahon's face, he put the CNN logo so that it looks like Trump is a body slamming uh, CNN. Yes. He takes him down. Very violent. Oh, come on. Wins. All that sort of stuff. No, he loses. So, no, he won. Uh, CNN yeah. was upset. And, of course. And, uh, because it, it, it's yeah, violence, uh, Mr. Nelson. No, that was what? violent. And it was terrible what they did. You know what's terrible? It's blackmailing a private no. citizen speaking no. his mind. No. That's ridiculous. Look, I- I have the statements right here what? from uh, CNN. Oh, God. It says, CNN is not publishing Han Asshole Solo's name. That's the <laughs> racist who posted no. this meme on uh, originally on Reddit. Uh, so? Th- uh, so they're, they're not publishing his name because he's a private citizen. You see, Red, they acknowledge that. Oh, uh, who has on. issued an extensive statement of a... Apology. See, even Han Asshole Solo understands he's wrong. Red, why can't you? It continues. He showed remorse by saying he has taken down all of his offending posts. And there were plenty of them. You know, they were anti-Semitic. He was a real Nazi-type stuff. 
Well. And so he, but uh, because of CNN, he learned the error of his ways, oh, and he took all on. those down. And, and and anyway, and he said, and because he said he is not going to repeat this ugly behavior on social media again. In addition, he said his statement could serve as an example to others not to do the same. Good Lord. CNN reserves the right to publish his identity should any of that change. There you go. So he'd better learn his lesson. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's called blackmail. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, that's what it is. That, blackmail. No, it's... Uh, look. CNN responded to this ridiculous charge as well, and I just so happen to have the statement. Oh, God. Uh, it reads as oh, follows. Lord. CNN decided not to publish the name of the Reddit user out of concern for his safety. Oh, See, good. Lord, get out. any assertion that the network blackmailed it or did. coerced him is false. No, it ain't. The user who is an adult male, not a 15-year-old boy, as some idiot said, what? apologized and deleted his account before ever speaking with our reporter. CNN oh, never on. made any deal of any kind with the user. In fact, CNN included his decision to withhold the user's identity in an effort to be completely transparent oh, God. that there was no deal. No, that's just a bunch of whore. Yeah, I'm afraid Red's got a point here, Lefty. What? Uh, you see, oh, come the uh, investigative journalist for CNN that uh, wrote this piece, uh, Andrew Kaczynski, had tweeted earlier uh, that uh, he had reached out to the Reddit user before the user apologized. What? Kaczynski uh, tweeted... This apology came after CNN identified and reached out to Han Asshole Solo. The story and interview with him posting so oh, he did no. follow up. Han Asshole Solo posted his apology before we ever spoke with him. He called us afterwards to apologize further. See? Yeah, you see? See, what this timeline means is that CNN tracked down and identified the Reddit user. The Reddit user, before calling CNN back, took down all of his memes and issued a public apology. CNN then issued its public warning. If hand asshole solo backtracked on that apology or further posting of nasty material, they had the right to dox him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, come on. That, that right. was the original <laughs> statement that you just read left. Well. So there's no getting out of that. They threatened the man that if he uh, did well. any nasty Posts that they don't particularly like, then uh, they're going to reveal his true identity, which could, uh, uh, as they admitted, could lead to him being put in in, uh, danger. That's right. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. Like the goddamn mafia. Look, we know that this hand asshole solo put out these. Anti-Semitic man. And that's well, the type of person this man is. Well, so I'm all, uh, all got to feel sorry about well, uh, asshole Solo. Good <laughs> Lord. Yeah, Lefty. Uh, when the Democrats uh, renounce uh, Keith Ellison and then uh, stop praising supposed feminist uh, leaders like Linda Sarsour, uh, who are 
egregiously anti-Semitic, among other things. I mean, Linda Sarsom yeah. actually attacked uh, Ayan Hersey Ali well, and made fun of her uh, female circumcision, uh, saying she deserved to lose her vagina. I mean, oh uh, really heinous, disgusting people, and the Democrats just love them. So here's a guy no. who does a bunch of stupid memes online, yes, and uh, he's got to be destroyed and hopefully found yes. out, lose his job, and be uh, possibly beaten, well, and maybe even murdered. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be on. great, right, Both Lefty? Means dangerous, uh, but Come interestingly on. enough, it turns out uh, Trump didn't retweet this guy. What? It was someone else. What, uh, what do you mean? Yeah, well, uh, I'm not following uh, you. Well, uh, according to BuzzFeed, one what? user pointed out that what Trump tweeted wasn't actually Han Asshole Solo's GIF. What? Trump's GIF included both video and audio. Whereas uh, the rebel smuggler wannabes uh, GIF did not include audio. Uh, Furthermore, uh, the original Han Asshole Solo uh, GIF was shorter, huh? had a different aspect ratio, and had the WWE logo in the corner. What? Not even the colors are processed in the same manner. Uh, Han Asshole uh, Solo's GIF has what? an NTSC aspect ratio what? because it was cut directly from a taping of analog WrestleMania footage. Oh, Trump's video well, uh, has an aspect ratio of 16.9. Uh, How about that, huh? What? Yeah. Someone just... downloaded the GIF that uh, Han Asshole Solo originally posted to Reddit. Then uh, that person cropped it to fit to better fit a video player like Facebook what? or YouTube. Then they went through the effort of syncing it back up with the audio from the original clip. Then that person put it somewhere where Trump or one of Trump's people could see it and download it. Then... Whenever the uh, then whoever found the video version had to get it to Trump's phone. There you but, go. So it, CNN yeah, uh, but, went uh, after but, uh, uh, this uh, this uh, hand hassle solo guy, uh, and it wasn't even his. But he How started it. Gee, I wonder why they would do that. He started. Well, I'll tell you. What? Because Lefty, like he said, he had all these nasty, racist, and anti-Semitic yes. uh, posts of other memes he did. Yes, yes. And so they say, oh man, we gotta link Trump to this guy so we can yes. smear him with that. What? And try to but, present this ridiculous, idiot notion that Trump is anti-Semitic. Well, despite the fact I, what was, that uh, two they, of his children are they, married to Jews, and uh, 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 one of them, Ivanka, has converted to Judaism. Oh, so, well. yeah... And not too smart, but of course you got to consider the demo of the uh, audience that uh, CNN is playing to, which are a bunch of close-minded, sore-losing uh, morons. Yes. Oh my God! Right. Right, lefty. No. Yep. Yeah. But Lefty, you watch CNN all the time. Yeah. There you go. Yep. What? Oh no! Oh God! But you know what? I mean. What? Why was the second meme looking at oh, this, God, this Nazi phone? There's still something here. Come no, on. There ain't left here. There never was. There never will be. Because you're digging yourselves in that hole so deep you can't <laughs> see. <laughs> well, nevertheless, the meme was very nasty and inappropriate for a president to tweet something like that well, because it threatens. Violence oh, against journalism, against yep, the free but, press. My but left God, 
just think of all the horrible uh, violence that oh, can befall CNN journalists now. Well, some violence did befall a politician, Lefty. Uh, what? Remember, Steve Calise was gunned down that right? by a Bernie Sanders fanatic. But, uh, uh, but that's... And he was, his postings were all filled with reports from places like CNN uh-huh. attacking Republicans and the president well, over all these ridiculous myths about Russia collusion and, and whatnot. No, it's and, true. And uh, he felt compelled to do that, Lefty. What? So, no. I guess that means Democrats are guilty oh. and accessories <laughs> to an attempted murder. No! By your logic. That's ridiculous. No! Lefty, either something is something or it isn't. You can't go around saying things that lead to something else that someone else is responsible for some other crazy idiot's what? actions. Uh, so uh, CNN readily admits that they feared for this uh, uh, hand asshole Solo's safety, yeah. which is yeah, why they kept his name they're, secret. They're but on the other hand, they oh, were ready on. to threaten it and make what? use of that to blackmail him. <laughs> oh. So yeah. if the threat isn't true, then it wouldn't work, would it? Uh, but well, on the other hand... Uh, like they said, they did say safety. They weren't talking about reputation, or job loss, or anything like that. Well, so but- then, following the logic, then I guess uh, the Democrats and uh, people on the left, like you, Lefty, are somewhat culpable in Steve Scalise's shooting. Yeah. So no. what are you going to do there? Because huh? it looks like the, the first person to get uh, uh, wounded here and he's still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a bad shooting. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, well, uh, it, it seems the first victim of this uh, political violence is on the right. Yes. Not the yeah. left. What? Not the left. Oh, yeah. my God. Because you're violent. This, this is outrageous. Yeah, what's outrageous is you, lefty. You what? violent thugs. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, boy. Has any of this crazy activity of CNN helped them out? Well, at first, it seemed to. They seemed to be getting some pretty good ratings over the uh, the Russia uh, conspiracy stuff. But that can only go so long. I mean, you've got to actually deliver on it. So promises and hypes of this testimony and that testimony coming up was going to really sink Trump. Uh, didn't deliver because there was nothing there. So eventually it fades. And so they lost all those numbers. So at this point, uh, looking at uh, some ratings on, uh, like, say, back in June tw- uh, 27th, uh, which isn't that long ago, uh, the just a little uh, snapshot there. Uh CNN was unable to hit 900,000 viewers what? in any of its primetime slots. Oh, God. <laughs> that is terrible. Well, they remain now in third place behind uh, the Fox News Channel and uh, no. MSNBC, which used to be stuck in third. Well, but now stuck they've turned when oh, uh, they're way ahead, uh, CNN. <laughs> so, I, you know, this it, it's CNN has just committed suicide here. Yep. Uh, this is crazy. But, uh, they pursued this Russia thing, even though they had no proof at all, well, and just wanted to believe it had to be true some well, kind of way. Give it a chance. When obvious sense would have told you that by now you would have found something. Uh, well, but there was nothing. Yep, and, nothing. And they kept going at it. And, and lying to their audience about no. it, telling them they had things, and uh, pursuing stories that they had to retract almost immediately because well, they pursued stories with only one source, well, which at a minimum you should have two. Well, and to do something like that, what is their hatred 
of Trump and the embarrassment oh, they've had of his winning, which they just never saw coming. And now they've been caught looking like fools, but their hatred has made them even more foolish uh, than before. So CNN takes the prize for being the worst of uh, the mainstream media, which, of course, is always on the left. What? And they all agree that they hate Trump and all that stuff and Republicans and what have you. Oh, God. But, uh, boy, <laughs> CNN takes first prize yep. for uh, a really idiotic behavior. And at this point, yep. uh, getting into the criminal territory. Yeah, where, yeah. Uh, where they're Criminals. Uh, destroying people. <laughs> criminal and News Network. And all this stuff. Oh, Even God. when... <laughs> He wasn't the guy who did it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's all kind of hilarious. No, it's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. It's Trump. Uh, even He's without even really trying, Trump wins again. <laughs> it's just an amazing <laughs> thing funny. to see. Oh, boy. Uh, so, there you have it. The We're sad story of seeing it. It's funny. sweet. All right, we're going to take a break, <laughs> and we'll come back with a brand new episode of the ASS. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's TweakedAudio.com. This is CNN. Can the world heavyweight boxing champion match his fists against the lethal masters of the martial arts? Bamboo gods and iron men. From Harlem to Hong Kong and across the China Sea, they fear the name, the fame, and the fury of Black Cal Jefferson, the champ. He matched a left hook and a right cross against the skills of the Kung Fu killers and hit them right where they live, in the land of bamboo gods and iron men, where the naked fist is deadlier than a bullet. Black Cal Jefferson, he carved a path of vengeance and violence across the land of bamboo gods and iron men. From American International, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Oh, wow-wee, what's this? It's an old sci-fi classic. Oh, man, it must be cool and great, huh? No, I meant classic in the sense that it's classic cinema crap. Oh, well, don't worry, because I'll be there to narrate you through the entire film with my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects. <laughs> oh, gee, great! The film stars actor Peter Graves. You might remember him from the TV series Mission Impossible and as the creepy boy-hungry pilot on the movie Airplane. No, doesn't ring a bell. That's okay. Yes, Peter Graves stars as a nuclear physicist tormented by alien killers from space. But the title is somewhat misleading, as they only kill one man, and his death is kind of an accident. 
Anyway, after all that, they show Peter a bunch of films of bugs. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Oh man, I can't stand it any longer. Where can I get my hands on this? <laughs> all you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. There you'll find this and other films that I've graced with my brutal sound effects and witty commentary. <laughs> so head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfy, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Head over and download Killers from Space today for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! Yes, yes it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the adventures of the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS American Super Society. Previously... ASS, the American Super Society, Venusian Headhunter, and Moon Maid were able to pursue, and with help from Dr. Spectacular, destroy the second Star Crab as it attempted to absorb the knowledge of scientists in the Hall of Science in Cityopolis. Meanwhile, back in Banksville, the third and final Star Crab still hovers over the small fishing town with only Frog Prince and the Flea there to defend them. Oh, man! Oh, no! Crap farted! Oh, 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 man! How the hell are we gonna bring that monster down? Jeez, nasty! I guess we're gonna have to break each one of its legs one at a time! Let's get to it! But as our heroes attack one of the crab's legs... Suddenly, a strange stabbing sensation forms in their heads. <laughs> oh man! Oh jeez! Oh, I'm getting a headache! Oh boy! Oh, oh, oh gee, I can't be hung over no already! No problem, Prince! Oh, oh, it's the crab! Oh, it's using its psychic powers to, to attack our brains, causing severe pain! Oh no! It's even reaching out to the townsfolk! Oh jeez, we, we gotta do something! Oh, wait! I know. I'll use my super speed to create a massive wind funnel and suck that bastard out of here and hopefully send it back into the ocean. In the meantime, you gotta help keep all the people away so they won't get sucked into it too. Yeah, alright. Hey, people! Move your asses! Come on, get, get on out of here! Get, get. And so the flea, fastest part man alive, begins to circle the massive beast at blinding super speeds. And slowly, a giant funnel begins to form, lifting the creature off of City Hall into the air. And once the Star Crab realizes it's in danger, it switches tactics. What the hell? Oh my god! The Star Crab is able to shoot out atomic bolts! Oh, almost got me! 
Oh, man. Oh, I missed that one, too. Oh, jeez. What else can this thing do? Oh, but as long as I can use my super speed, it'll never catch me. <laughs> hey, miss me again, stupid. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, man. That almost totally did me in. It sapped my strength. I don't know if I can keep going. Oh, no. Here comes the creature. Hey, oh, what? For a second. Who? Hey, man. Uh, my name's Snapper Jones, and I'm the president of the ASS Fan Club. Uh, could I trouble you for a brief selfie with me and, and your autograph? Look, I, no, look, I don't have time for this crap. There's a, wait a minute. How come you're not screaming in pain from headache pain like everyone else is around here? Uh, oh, uh, that's probably because of my superpowers. I guess it's safe for me to tell you that, because, you know, we're superheroes together. Well, superpowers? What superpowers? Oh, uh, yeah, watch this. Mighty Glycon! And, with the utterance of those magic words, the flea is shocked to witness the startling transformation of simple man-child Snapper Jones into the shining, gleaming, muscle-bound form of Captain Timely, the Golden Gladiator. What? Captain Timely? You're Captain Timely? Yes, Flea, that's right. And as a fellow superhero, I'm sure I don't need to inform you how important it is to keep my secret identity of Snapper Jones secret. What the hell? What have you been doing all this time? Why don't you use your powers to, to put this crisis to an end? Oh, well, I, uh, I was right in the middle of an errand for my mother. I promised I'd pick her up some eggs and milk and uh, a lottery ticket. And plus, well, it's Doctor Who night, you know, and uh, I wanted to get home and catch that. So what? I, I thought you guys had it in hand. Are you kidding and, me? Well, Come uh, on! All right, I, I'll, I'll help out. I'll help out. Whoa. Those atomic blasts are certainly nasty. I'm going to need my Thunder Blade! And so Captain Timely holds aloft his hand, and suddenly a lightning bolt strikes down from the heavens, hitting his hand, and suddenly, out of thin air, forms a giant golden lightning bolt-shaped shaft, which then Captain Timely tosses towards the giant beast. And as he does so, the shaft once again transforms into a lightning bolt, striking the monster, causing it intense pain. Whoa! Direct hit! <laughs> oh, yeah, How do you like shot. them apples, Mr. Krabby? <coughs> Suddenly, Star Crab strikes back, hitting Captain Timely with one of his atomic glass, sending him several blocks away. Oh, man. Who the hell was that guy in the shiny yellow tights? Huh, that was Captain Timely. And I guess the Star Crab got the better of him. <laughs> oh no! I don't fart! Oh, oh no! Oh, this can't be! Oh no! Not only that, we're starting to poop little crabs again! <laughs> Look out! We gotta get out of here! <laughs> hey, frog crabs, come with me. What? Dr. Spectacular? Suddenly. Doctor Spectacular returns to the scene, and using his glowing plasma energy powers, is able to lift Frog Prince and the Flea, fastest bug man alive, out of danger. 
Oh my god, this crab is larger than the first one. Mm, yes, I'm afraid so, my maid. It appears that the crabs are psychically linked to one another, and this one was able to absorb the powers from the first and second crab, therefore making itself even more powerful than the other two. I, I'm not sure we'll be able to stop this one. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, come on. Good. There's got to be a way, guys. Where there's life, there's always hope, Flea. Yeah. I'm glad you're here, oh, Dr. Spectacular. Right I'm, I'm glad I'm town. here with you, too, Flea. Almost the whole ASS. I, I don't see Night Night and Sun King around. That's too bad, because if they'd been here, that would have made this just a cat's meow. Uh, an early Christmas for yours truly. <laughs> Who the hell are you? Oh, uh, this is Captain Timely. The Golden Gladiator? Yes, that's right. It's me. Which are you, Captain Timely or Golden Gladiator? Ah, uh, well, both. You see, I'm Captain Timely, but uh, Golden Gladiator is kind of a, a nickname. I uh, Sometimes I'm known as the Demigod of Duty, and... Uh, yeah, whatever, no one gives a uh, shit. Good lord, the Star Crab has begun to excrete more mine crabs even more than before. I tell you, we're right back where we started despite all of our efforts. You're wrong, Dr. Spectacular. This is worse than where we started from. Well, I'm not totally wrong, big glowing green. Oh, damn it! I just wish my glowing radioactive ass had enough power capacity to be able to hypnotize that creature and make it go away. Wait a minute. That's the answer. Moon Maid's ass? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, no, I mean, all we gotta do is magnify the hypnotic glow of Moon Maid's ass, and then we'll be able to get control of the creature, or at least weaken it enough for Venusian Headhunter to take over its mind. Hmm, but how do you propose we magnify Moon Maid's ass? Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Simple. All you gotta do, Dr. Detector, is create a lens out of your plasma energy, and that'll magnify the hypnotic glow of Moon Maid's ass into the face and eyes of the Star Crab. And then, it's all up to you, Venusian Headhunter, to take over its mind and make it leave, or better yet, commit suicide. Suicide? Good lord, do, do we really have that right? Yes, let's get to it, Moon Maid. Okay, honey. And soon, with the help of Dr. Spectacular, Moon Maid uses her glowing hypnotic ass to entrance the Star Crab. Look into my ass. Look deep into the glowing orbs of my cheeks. No one can resist the moon, Moon Maid. Oh, man, I think it's working. I'll be damned. Okay, Venusian Headhunter, it's up to you. I'm trying, Flea. Trying to penetrate its psychic barriers, but they are so strong. I don't have the strength. Well, uh, perhaps a charge from my Thunder Blade will give you the energy you need, Venusian Headhunter. Oh, oh. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh, 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 yes. Hey, you, you might want to stop rubbing yourself and take over the Star Crab. Suddenly, Star Crab begins to tremble and shake, and then turn its atomic blast in on itself, committing suicide and crashing down onto City Hall, Well done, team. The Star Crab is dead. Well done, I... well, uh, unfortunately, uh, there were still people inside the City Hall building, and, uh, 
Well, I don't think they made it. Um, well, Captain uh, Timely, I guess you're new yeah. to the superhero business. But in the war against evil, like in all wars, there is collateral damage. It's sad, but it's also a fact of life in the ongoing war against evil. Nevertheless, this was a triumph against, again, evil. Yeah, well, say, uh, Dr. Spectacular, I'm gonna need you to use your plasma powers to lift that carcass and dump it in the sea. Yeah, I'll use my telepathic powers to tell my ocean friends to eat it up and turn it into ocean poo. Alright, sounds like a plan, Frog Prince. Alright, what's the situation here? Sun King! Oh, hello, my man. <laughs> well, simply put, Sun King, the situation is over. Yeah. The Star Crib is dead. What? You mean to tell me I drove all the way out here for nothing? Well, not entirely nothing, Night Night. See, when me and Dr. Spectacular take care of dumping this shit in the ocean, yeah, I'm gonna need a ride home in your night cruiser. So, in other words, yes, this was a total colossal waste of time. <laughs> well, it wasn't a total waste of time for old Captain Tidely. Managed to snatch myself a few pics of Moon Maid's bare ass. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna come in handy later on for some private timely time. Yeah. And thus ends another adventure of the ASS, the American Super Society. The ASS, the American Super Society, is a Nelson production. All characters are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Hi, this is Mercedes Carrera, and you are listening to the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you, I saw it on YouTube. The Earth is flat. I mean, you're going to believe it's some round planet floating around in space. <laughs> Next thing you're going to be telling me that Star Wars was a true story. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Damn you. Why the hell is my computer keyboard all sticky? Oh, uh, oh, uh. And why is my browser history got all them porn sites on it? Oh, uh, well, uh. And how come my office chair's got a sweaty butt print on it? I try to defend Daryl sometimes, but some of these things, you just can't. Now, I don't care what he does with his phone, but you don't put your sweaty ass in my chair. Oh, well, uh, uh. Shut up. Just answer me this. Did you pleasure yourself using my computer? Uh, Answer me, damn it. Did you... Pleasure yourself on my computer? <laughs> yes, I did. God, what are we do with you? That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Say, gang, can't get enough of Mr. Nelson. <laughs> yes, 
and who can. Well, to help out in between shows, why don't you head over to Zazzle.com slash the underscore MR underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find all kinds of t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and pins, and even hats. Yes, that's right. All adorned with artwork by yours truly, Mr. Nelson. And of course, most prominently, the Mr. Nelson t-shirt, the Mr. Nelson pins, buttons, uh, bumper stickers, and the mugs. Uh, did I say mugs? Yeah. And a night-night shirt, that too. Oh, yes, yes. And other lovely shirts that uh, feature artwork from uh, my Selfie store, my Selfie.com store slash Nelson, where you can watch my little four-man Mystery Science Theater movies. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, other t-shirts and stuff that I did just for fun. Uh, and even the uh, the Rob Saul show uh, t-shirt is there. Yes, you can have all those goodies. You need to go to Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's right, the Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> oh, yeah! It's just that easy. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt jug. A butt jug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. <laughs> not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my. Oh. Let's move these panties aside. <laughs> and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah, ooh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. Uh, uh, oh. Wow. The walls are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need a butt jug. Warning. Butt jugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell menacing. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for Perhaps, but maybe not. A recently discovered photograph is turning the mystery surrounding Amelia Earhart's 1937 disappearance on its head leading a handful of experts to believe the celebrated aviator and women's rights role model actually survived her final flight and was captured by the Japanese. Shortly after midnight, on July 2nd, 1937, Earhart climbed into her Lockheed Electra at an airfield in Papua New Guinea and took off into the dark, muggy night. Together, with her navigator, Fred Newton, the 39-year-old pilot, flew east toward Howland Island, a tiny sliver of land in the Central Pacific Ocean, on the final leg of her boldest aeronautical adventure to date, circumnavigating the globe along the equator in a marathon 29,000-mile-long flight. And then suddenly, she vanished. Gas is running low, Earhart said in what's believed to be her final radio broadcast to a Coast Guard cutter assisting with her navigation. Had been unable to reach you by radio. We're flying at 1,000 feet. The mystery of what happened to Earhart and Noonan has gone unanswered for 80 years. 
Now, Sean Henry, a former executive assistant director to the FBI and the History Channel, have come forward with the two-hour documentary Amelia Earhart, The Lost Evidence, that premieres on Sunday, July 9 at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and attempts to answer this very question. Armed with a recently discovered photograph purportedly taken of Earhart days after she crash-landed on a remote South Pacific atoll, Henry offers up a startling theory of a government cover-up that runs counter to the widely accepted idea that she died after her plane ran out of fuel and crashed into the ocean. This absolutely changes history, says Henry, who led a team of investigators examining a range of evidence, including plane parts found on a remote Pacific island consistent with the aircraft Earhart was flying. I think we proved beyond a reasonable doubt that she survived her flight and was held prisoner by the Japanese on the island of Saipan, where she eventually died. The theory that the Japanese military could be responsible for the disappearance of the two aviators, who they may have believed were American spies, has been floating around for decades. But it's the discovery of a black-and-white photograph unearthed by retired U.S. Treasury agent Les Kinney in 2012 and revealed for the first time in the documentary that suddenly makes the theory more plausible. A longtime Earhart buff who has spent thousands of hours combing through government records, Kinney discovered the photo in a formerly top-secret file in the National Archives. It was Miss Fyle, he tells Henry in the documentary, referring to the photo which depicts two blurry images on a dock believed to be Noonan and Earhart, who stares out at a nearby ship with her back turned to the camera. That's the only reason I was able to find it. By the time Earhart embarked on her around-the-world flight, the Japanese controlled many of the islands in the South Pacific that she and Noonan were flying on this final leg of their adventure. Kinney insists that any document that directly refers to Earhart as a Japanese prisoner was long ago purged from official files to hide the fact that the government knew Earhart was a prisoner and did nothing about it, including one report that totaled more than 130 pages. Kinney's updated photograph came from an office of naval intelligence file, he says, and was meticulously examined and evaluated by two of the nation's top forensic photo analysts using extensive recognition and proportional comparison technology. I can say with more than 99.7% confidence that the photo is authentic and untouched explains computer forensic examiner Doug Connor, facial recognition expert Kent Gibson, who compared known images of Noonan and Earhart with the individuals photographed on the dock, believes it's likely that they are the two lost aviators. There's nothing that points me in another direction, says Gibson, who adds that the figure believed to be Earhart has the same prominent athletic shoulder as Amelia, and the same short, bobbed hair. Crash site investigator and former pilot Dan Hapton traveled with Henry to the remote Millie Atoll, where it is believed Earhart crash-landed after flying roughly 850 miles off course during her flight to tiny Howland Island. From there, 
She planned to refuel, then continue on to Hawaii. With her fuel tanks nearly empty, he believed she was forced to land on the rocky coral-strewn atoll in the Marshall Islands. Islanders have long maintained that the two aviators crash-landed there. And twisted scraps of aluminum found near the atoll decades later were tested and determined to be consistent with the same grade of metal used in planes from the 1930s. I'd never seen a reef you could land an airplane on until I went out there, says Hampton, who insists he was initially skeptical of claims that Earhart survived her flight. After her disappearance, the government launched what at the time became the largest ever sea and air search. American vessels, however, weren't allowed into the Japanese-controlled Marshall Islands. No trace of the flyers or their plane was ever found. Days after their alleged crash landing, Henry believes Earhart and Noonan, along with their plane, were picked up by the Japanese military and taken roughly 200 miles to Alouette Island, where Kenny's photograph, which contains the caption, Marshall Islands, Yalowit Atoll, Yalowit Island, Yalowit Harbor, was later snapped on the dock. Forensic analyst Connor identified the ship that the individual presumed to be Earhart appears to be staring at as the Koshimaru, a Japanese cargo ship. Behind the ship on a barge is an object resembling an airplane that Connor calculated to be 38 feet long. Records show that Earhart's Lockheed Electra measured 38.7 feet long. The Kashumaru was believed to have transported the flyers nearly 2,000 miles to the island of Saipan. In the televised special, Henry interviews a former islander now in her 90s and living in California who is described as the last living witness to have seen Earhart and Noonan after the crash. Henry and his team traveled to the now crumbling vine-choked prison cell in Saipan, where they believe Earhart spent her final two years before dying in 1939, possibly from malaria or dysentery. Not so fast, says Dorothy Cochran, curator of the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum's Aeronautics Department, who insists that she's never seen any definitive evidence to suggest that the pair survived their final flight. Cochran, who as of press time has not yet seen the History Channel special, describes the idea that Earhart was taken prisoner by the Japanese as a ridiculous theory. She also insists that she's not aware of any missing government records on Earhart that could be a game-changer. However, Henry stands by his team's findings but acknowledges that Kinney's photograph and their other discoveries open up countless new questions about Earhart and Noonan's fate. It is not clear why the U.S. government might want to cover up what happened to Amelia, he says. If, in fact, she was spying on the Japanese, the government may not have wanted the American public to know they put America's sweetheart in that situation that she was captured. So, could it be that Amelia Earhart didn't die somewhere in the depths of the Pacific Ocean, but instead was captured by the Imperial Japanese who held her prisoner for at least two years, where she died? Perhaps. 
but maybe not. And with that, we bring this episode of the Mr. Nelson Show to a close. Tune in next time for more Nelson goodies. And maybe even a special guest or two here and there. Yes, yes, more to come from your pal, Mr. Nelson. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. is CNN. <laughs>